C4L Productions is proud to present the Crew Life Podcast with your hosts, the Mayor Clevin Lamar, the Chairman Rick Bench, and the Prez Rob Thompson. Now grab a brew and join the crew for the newest episode of Crew Life. Crew Life, we're back for the second part of our schedule uh, breakdown here on Crew Life. Uh, we have our special guest with us, Ali. He's back with right. us. What's up, AP? Right. Cool, cool. Hope everybody had a good weekend. How was everybody weekend? Great weekend, man. Great weekend. Excellent as always. Excellent. Cool. Ready to talk some Bye. bucks, you know. Yes, yes. I just got pulled off some ribs, so from this holiday weekend, but it was all good. I see you're rubbing that in. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I like I like to start off with some good news before we get into the schedule, if you guys are cool with that. Let, let's uh, start off with Mr. Rodney Harrison came on to an interview last week, and they asked him point blank, does the NFL plan – what's the plans for the NFL? Playing in front of a uh, full stadium? or playing in empty stadiums. And he came out and said, the NFL plans on having full stadiums when there's kickoffs in September. And there is uh, no plans for anything but that. That is what they're looking forward to until somebody else tells them that's not possible. What do you guys think about that? That is awesome. I mean, just to think that my birthday party on Bourbon Street is going to be a go. I guess that's that's hope. So I hope he is absolutely correct, Mr. Harrison. I hope his sources are good. So, I mean, I, I'm here. I heard, I've heard the same thing from several different sources, uh, but my optimism does not run that deep, um, especially with California teams and the New York teams. Um, there are uh, two areas that are being uh, extremely cautious about everything opening, when they're going to open, how they're going to open. They haven't even decided. Um, they, there have been many people talking in L.A. County that they will not have uh, any kind of formal event the rest of this year. So, wow. so they have to – they can say this, and they can come out and say, you know, yes, we plan on, but local municipalities are still going to predominate who plays, when they play, how they play, who sees it. So I, I love the news. It is, it is great. I'm you know, ecstatic that the NFL is doing what they're doing, but it doesn't guarantee that, we're, that our butts are going to be in the stands come, get, come game day. Ali, what do you think? I mean, it, it, again, it is positivity, but at, at the same time, I do agree with Rick. Uh, you don't know from one county to the next – Everything is just kind of still up in the air. So they are giving people a, a good positive vibe at what could happen. You know, hopefully people are, are given the option to go to the game if they want to. You know, I, there's going to be people, you know, that are going to be against stuff. But that's the way anything else that people protest. Uh, a full stadium could be a good thing. I, I don't think there's uh, anything wrong with it. But as Rick said, there's going to be so many um, different obstacles to make that fully happen. There's no way to be able to tell that this right off the bat. Yeah, you know, I, I think as a whole, I think with the stadium issue in certain areas, like you're talking about, Rick, is there's other options 
um, that the NFL, I guarantee you, is looking into. And if that's meaning to move that home game for that team because of circumstances, you know, it's the old saying, the show must go on. If everybody else is a go, those teams are going to be playing in different venues. Well, realize this. We already we have somebody who's very, very close to this uh, in the fray. Um, Kirk, you know, was deployed up to New Orleans. He was deployed there um, because they have a problem with uh, COVID and some of the things that are happening in their city. So um, it, it's hard for me to believe that that our buddy Kirk is up there and we're going to be sitting in a stadium in three months. That's just I, Clevin. I want to be there too. Maybe we should just go and have the party, <laughs> right? Right. You know, baseball or, or football or no football, we're going to have a party. We're going to have a party. You know, uh, Rob, I I I agree with Rick somewhat. Um, I love the hope, just like we all hope that the Bucks win the Super Bowl this year. There's a lot of hope around, and and these days. But I kind of tend to agree with Rick. Uh, I don't think that the NFL is going to allow like half the teams play, some of them play. It, I mean, it's it doesn't seem feasible for the L.A. Rams to come and play in Tampa for all of their games or in Orlando for all of their games. It's not going to work for them. That's not going to work. Well, it's either take some money. Or you actually might get more people to come to the game actually in Orlando just because of the tourists. But I, I, I think you take some money or you know money and ticket sales compared to nothing. So you got to think as a whole, the TV deal is what they need to get people into the stadium for. Because I think without the people in the stands, it doesn't transition well to TV. You, everybody says it will. It's like race cars. They showed the race car drivers on yesterday, and uh, that race was boring. There was nobody there, you know. So you could say everybody says, "Oh, I just want to watch something." Well, I, I I tend to disagree. Part of the experience is having fans in this stadium and hearing the roar of the crowd. I get it, but it's all about money. And if they're going to play without fans just to get that TV money, they'll do it. Trust me on that. Yeah, we we talked about that before. So, you know, I I think that goes back to, you know, what the NFL sees and for what they're doing and how I'm seeing it. I still believe, truly believe they they think in September they will have people in the stands. And you got to think Disney World's opening back up. You see Universal Studios open back up and they, they are partial. But this is three months from now. They will be a full, they'll be a full bore by then in all those parks. So if they could do it in a park, a theme park, why can't they do it in a stadium? So like New York City is like New York City, densely populated. You've got a hundred thousand people in the college stadium, Michigan, in um, Michigan, and everybody's like right up on top of you and in your personal space. That's a lot different than staying six feet away at a theme park. So I think you're comparing apples to oranges, Rob. Well, one thing that one, no, no. Let, me, let me say is one thing that did happen in the 1918 pandemic was um, stadiums and large crowds played a part, had a very big part in how quickly it was spread. And by 1919, there are pictures of baseball and football stadiums where everybody's wearing a mask. 
every like everybody mm-hmm. is wearing a mask. It wasn't even a thought. You're gonna put the mask on if you want to go to the game. Um, I could I could see the NFL requiring a mask, which would God that Absolutely. that would suck beyond suck. But whew, uh, why August, why just with a mask? I, and I don't breathe well anyway, so. Mm. August with a mask on, sweating, sweating like crazy in the pit. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that doesn't work well, well, well with my body. But that's what that's probably um, the direction that I see them going. Rob. Yeah, and and I'll leave it with this, and we'll move on. Raymond James Stadium was uh, supposed to host a big concert in August, and they just announced that uh, Guns and Roses postponed their whole tour. And not canceled, postponed, because if you guys haven't seen, Ticketmaster has this new rule. If it's postponed, they don't have to refund you your money. So and they didn't cancel it. They're postponing it. And you have to wait till the new date comes out to, but to decide if you still want to go or not. So I, that's what you, I think that's what they're going to do to hold on to a lot of people's money, too. Is I, the, the, I, can, I can tell you, Rob, that they, Ticketmaster may be doing that. I don't know if you heard about what the NFL told Ticketmaster, and they're not doing that with NFL tickets. They've already came to the agreement that they're going to refund people's money that that if someone bought an NFL ticket. Now, as far as that Guns N' Roses concert, if I had bought a ticket and I used my credit card, my American Express would absolutely reverse that charge. Postponement, cancellation, or not. I bought a ticket for X date on X time. So if they postpone it to indefinite and they don't tell you when, I want my money back. And I guarantee you American Express will get it back. They'll run yeah. into problems with that is my point. Yeah, they, they announced that Ticketmaster did because I think, you know, all these promoters, if you think about it, they promoted the hell out of these bands and they probably used the money. Right? Oh, yeah. So, so now, now they're sitting there going, "Oh crap! How are we gonna give all this money back?" And, you know, and uh, you know, I, I could I could tell you just by knowing a uh, promoter that got us tickets to Guns N' Roses that he was at the baseball game with my son's baseball game, and he was uh, he said in one day he had lost five million dollars in wow. refunds. So, and that's with his investors. So his investors weren't happy, obviously. Right. Um, so I wanted to move on to something. You know, we're talking about something that we're trying to start positive, kind of twisted a little bit. Let's give something really positive. Our patches right now are flying. People are loving them. Easy B knocked it out of the park. Um, you know, I know quantities are getting limited. Can you tell everybody what they need to do if they if they plan on getting one of these? They need to do it now. But yeah. how do they get? How do they get one? Yeah, I, uh, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. The, the patches are on fire. People are sending me texts and, and inboxing me. Hey, love the patch. My sister saw it. Can she get one? And I have to send them the link again. So here's what you do, folks. You go on the Crew Life page. There is a link. It, this is my preferred method of ordering a patch. Click on the link. Order as many as you want. And just use your debit, your credit card, or whatever you want, your, your, any card you want to use, use it, and uh, we'll get it out to you within a few days. At least ship it within a few days of that, the time you order, at least three to four days. Um, 
if you don't have a credit card or a debit card that you can use on the link, I will accept Cash App or PayPal or Venmo, those three platforms. I prefer Cash App and Venmo over PayPal for personal reasons. But um, if you need to do that, just inbox me or yell at us on the crew site, the crew life site, and we'll be sure to get you that information. But the link is where it's at. Great. Yeah, I, I would say everybody that's had them in hand. Um, I talked to Big Nasty on Thursday. I gave him his. And he was like, oh, my gosh, these are straight fire. And, you know, he's seen a whole bunch of patches over his years. And he said he loved the look. He loved how they popped. And he's definitely looking forward to putting all three of his new jerseys. So, you know, everything I've seen about these patches are just on everybody's pages and everybody's sharing them when they got it. Keep doing it. You guys are you guys are awesome, and uh, we thank and, you for guys for purchasing them. And Rob, let me add one last thing about the patches. I think you posted something about a contest. Can you tell oh. us about that? And if they rep their patches on that thread, you're going to enter them in a contest. Can you talk about that just for a second? Yes, uh, we have started a uh, contest on Sunday, and it goes until next Sunday. If anybody that's purchased a patch or is purchasing a patch, either show us a picture of you and the patch or what you're going to put it on, or show us the invoice if you purchased it, you're entered in to win a gift card from apexgiftcard.com, our proud sponsor. Okay. Uh, for uh, so, Rob, you're going to have to say that again because I didn't hear it. I'm, I don't know if Ali or, or Rick heard it. Um, you will get a. Can you guys hear me? Apex. Yes, I hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. I hear you. We're so, having some technical difficulties here. So let, let me start again. We have the page up. We have the contest going. Show us either your invoice of your purchase or your patch on what you're going to put it on. We're going to pull a winner for apexgiftcard.com Hooters gift card and a Crew Life license plate made by our good friend Ramona. So if you haven't seen that plate, it's a one of a kind. She made it for me and I will send it out to um, the winner with the e-card. So our proud sponsor, Apex Gift Card, standing behind us on this one. So again, get on there, put your pictures up there, share it to your page, show people what's going on on Crew Life. Uh, I think they'll be impressed and uh, even what if, they could win. And even if they order uh, comes in sun, or, uh, Saturday night late, Sunday, I don't know what time you're going to do the contest, Rob. Uh, I will make sure Rob knows who's ordered, and you will be entered into the contest. All of the yeah, people just put on a... there will make sure that you're entered into the contest, but I'd love to see that you received your patch on, this, on the link. Yeah, all you got to do is take the invoice that's emailed to you, and you can black out you know, the cost or what your credit card. Just put it on there where it says paid. And Clevin will go on there and say it's done, too, and entered. Um, and we'll pull the contest winner. Uh, I said it goes through Sunday, so we'll pull the contest winner Monday. So it gives everybody until midnight Sunday to get that in. Mm -hmm. So uh, as long as you get in at 11.59, you're entered into the contest. Right. And we'll pull that Monday. So uh, everybody get on that and uh, have a chance to win some cool prizes.
So now we're going to go through um, the schedule. You guys ready? Absolutely. Let's go. So look, looking at the second part of this schedule, you know, last week I thought it was pretty cool. We, we had a nice rundown. And we're going to go over records, what we all think is going to happen at the end of this, you know, as far as our breakdown of what we think the final uh, record will be. Um, but we're going to start on week nine. So week nine starts off like the first week. We're against New Orleans at home on Sunday night football, 820 at night on a Sunday night, guys. I don't know about you. I can't remember us playing a Sunday night game in recent years. Not that not that we'll have this much importance. Absolutely. Uh, this is going to be a great game. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, we, we talked briefly about uh, the first eight games. Uh, when you come back into the Saints here, you've got to think that we are clicking on all cylinders at that point. Um, some of the games earlier than this, I think that we're going to struggle a little bit. You know, we're going to have, we're going to take some bumps and bruises and some losses. Uh, but I think that, that coming back with them coming to our house, I think, I think, it, I, I think it's a good chance we were actually winning this one. I like it. And I think uh, I'm, I hate to agree with Rick all the time, but uh, <laughs> but nobody listen, wants so, to agree with me. <laughs> but Rick's nailed it. I, I got the Bucks winning this one uh, at home on a primetime game. However, I had them losing the first game at the Saints. So it's it's going to be interesting. I, I again, I think the Bucks, and I said it on the Coach Bell show. And I'll say it here. The Bucks are going to lose five or six of their first eight games. They're either going to go two and six or three and five out of the first eight. But I, I really uh, agree that this game is going to be the turnaround point, which sends the Bucks on a winning streak. Ali? Yeah, uh, good good points by you guys. Again, like like you guys said, a great statement game. Uh, this will find out when um, at this point of the season uh, are we going to be a um, a playoff team or if we going to settle back into the same old team we normally are. So, like you said, this is be the point where we're pretty much should be clicking on all cylinders. I kind of agree with you both guys. I do think we'll lose that first game against the Saints. Not sure how that'll all work out. Definitely, but by then I I kind of agree. We never know what type of um are fully how our system will be operating uh, week to week. We could be a different type of um, mm-hmm. offensive system. So like you guys say, by, by then, you know, uh, again, familiarity, you know, guys will know a little bit more checks, you know, like you said, things will be in a little bit more of a groove. So, you know, I, like you guys say, I think a statement game, definitely we, we may lose that first one, but definitely I believe we win this one as well. Well, uh, guys, us, us being at home, I'm excited because we're coming off playing on Monday night football from the Giants coming into the Saints game. I think we can start the roll against the Giants. And I'm going to say we're going to win this game. And I don't think, you know, everybody says it's going to be a battle. I don't think it's going to be a battle. I I really don't. I think it's going to be what you just said, Ali, and what you guys said, a statement game. But a statement game is when you put your foot up somebody's ass. And I think that's what we're going to do in this one. That's my point right. in that game. So um, let's move on to uh, we're going to be visiting the Carolina Panthers. What do you guys think about that one? 
So I, I again, I I don't see any kind of way that they're pretty much going to do anything. I didn't mean to jump on in front of everybody, but the, the Carolina's in rebuild. They're in full rebuild, new coach. Uh, I don't see them figuring anything out at this point. They haven't had a chance to do any type of practicing. There's no continuity. You know, they're going to take their bumps and bruises all year. Uh, so uh, 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 definitely another win here for me. Uh, I'll and just keep it I'm going to uh, echo what Ali said. That's a win. Uh, my second win of the second half of the season. The Bucks are going to go to Carolina and beat the Panthers. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with anybody, but I will say one thing, that if they came in with a game plan to basically just use Christian McCaffrey 100%, I mean, that's the guy that we've got to beat. Um, NFL football, anything can happen. But, yeah, we're going to win this game. <laughs> but anything can happen. Rob? Yeah, you know, I, I've always watched when running backs get their paycheck, when they get paid, right? Something bad usually tends to happen to them. Like, if you look at all the running backs that got big money over the years, didn't he just get paid? And this is the end of this is, you know, we're on the second half of the season. And being that they're on a new, you know, with a new coaching staff, new coaching staffs have a tendency of riding what's hot. And at that point of the season, you're hoping they don't overuse him, McCaffrey. Or on our case, we hope they do so we don't have to play him. But I agree with you. That's their weapon. That's their, their major weapon on their team. I just don't think at this point of the season, I think they'll be in that tank mode trying to get the draft picks. Um, I, I go with the Bucks on this one. Um, a- after that, we go and we come back home and we're playing on Monday night football against the Los Angeles Rams. That's a big Monday night football game at this point of the season. Well, as far as I'm, as far Absolutely. as I'm concerned, that is a big game. Uh, I, I was in LA with a lot of the super fans last year and we beat them in LA at the Coliseum. And I give the bucks are going to beat them again here uh, at Raymond James on Monday night football. Rick. Great, great point. Claire. Oh, no. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, great point. Uh, also, I think this, this is a team that's pretty much in the, um, I call it a tailspin. They peaked too early. You know, they had a lot of great success in the first coming years with their coach. And it just seems to me like everything's kind of going down from there. So we'll see what point they're at in the season. They could be coming to this game like three and six, you know. So I, I just don't know which type of direction they're actually going in. You know, they don't look like their trajectory is going up. It looks like it's going the other way. So I, I don't want to keep predicting wins and games, but I, I just don't see a huge, huge problem with this game. Like as uh, Clevin said, when we beat them last time, it should be able Agreed. to do it again. No, that spot on. Uh, nothing more to add, Rob. You. Oh, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to another another Monday night game and another what the buck tailgate party. Yes. That's all I know about that. Amen. And then, yeah, there you go, Rob. <laughs> And I'm looking forward to Coach Bell's show after that, uh, talking about the victory, because I, I, I mark it down as a victory. I don't believe in their defense. You know, they got rid of all their defensive backs, corners, and they've added a lot of youth. I think when you add youth and you're trying to step into, you know, being the big boys, basically big boys' shoes, I just don't think they have that talent that's ready yet. Um, I think they've got a lot of good players, but it's going to take them a little bit and – their salary cap so jacked up from what they've done and paid all these players. I don't think they have uh, money to reload. Um, let's go to the next game. And 
Talk about a way to get to your bye week. You got one game left to bye week, and who comes into town on a Sunday at four thirty game or four twenty five game? The Kansas City Chiefs. Well, Super Bowl they're going to be they're going to be coming in. Nice. They're going to be coming in as Super Bowl champions, riding knowing what this game means. At this stage in the game, next season for this season, by this stage in the in our season, and everybody's going to watch that game. That's going to be the premier game. We beat New Orleans, have the Chiefs come into town. It, 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 I don't think it gets any bigger. Clef? Well, it's, it's, it is a big game. And the, I have the Bucks on a three-game winning streak when the Chiefs roll into town. It's going to be huge. And I can tell you, folks, I, this is my only loss. Yes, I said it. The Bucks are going to lose this game in a close one. But they're going to lose it. And basically, the reason why I picked the Bucs to lose this is their defense. Their defense are not going to handle Patrick Mahomes. All of that speed on that Kansas City offense. The coach is a brilliant guy for Kansas City. It ain't happening, folks. As much as we wish it do and hope it do, it ain't happening here this week. And by the way, I got the Bucs winning out after this game so go ahead Ali okay yeah like you said it could be a a track meet game you know scoring here and there back and forth so the biggest thing I think about this game too is um, both teams could be getting uh, ready for trying to see if they're going to be able to make it back to this field later on in that year back in the Super Bowl so you know, it's going to be a, a test in that point, too. They're going to bring that up all during throughout the week. But like you said, Clef, it could be a, um, a, a both teams trying to make a statement early and seeing if they could make mm-hmm. it back there, both teams. You know, uh, what, are they, what else? Are they yeah, at the end, you brought up the defense, but it's a chance for our defense to get it's a, a little bit of depth to, to them. Uh, this is a game that, you know, somebody that we can see if we yeah. possibly play. All right, so you, you guys all kind of painted the picture. The only one that really didn't pick that was Rick. He kind of said it was going to be a strong game. He didn't pick Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't say we were losing either. No, I didn't say that. No, neither of you guys, uh, you and Rick. Uh, Clevin oh. went on the record of saying I, losing. So I, on the other hand, I'm going to go on the record of saying we are going to win that game, and it's going to be a game that's going to be like the Rams game when the Bucks they said they don't have enough firepower to stay with the Rams. I'm seeing a team coming off of a Super Bowl victory. I'm seeing a team that's never had to deal with all the stuff they're going to have to deal with. And usually when you win a Super Bowl, you have the biggest target on your back. And how is that Kansas City Chiefs team going to react to it? And I take my bucks on that game. Rob, one one more point about that, what you were saying about that too, Rob. This could be a a game where you see uh, during seasons, teams need luck to get certain things to, to go certain ways. Like you said, if we luck around and win that game, that's that's really really can propel us to to something something special. Yeah, I, I think. It's, but you do need luck when you're trying to win the Super Bowl and all that stuff. There, luck comes into play all the time. There's always that freak play or that freak game that you win that no one expected. So it yeah. does happen. I, I agree. So th- then after Kansas City, we get to go to a bye week, which I, for an older team, I think this comes in a great. Time and I, I say older team. Obviously, I'm talking about just a few players, but 
you know, for the older guys on the team to get a break at this point of the season, this this chance to heal up before you get to the the run, what I call the run, where you got four games left and you're trying to get to the show, right? I mean, it, that's all it is. Get to postseason. Get me a ticket. Let me see what happens. And you get a chance. You want a chance. So we start off after the bye week against the Minnesota Vikings at home, a one o'clock game on Fox. What do you guys think? Um, I'll I'll start on it up with Kirk Cousins is, you know, uh, no slouch. Dalvin Cook, uh, Adam Thielen. <clears throat> They've got weapons and they definitely had a, a very good defense last year. Um, I think it's going to give us a heck of a challenge. I think we win. I'll go on record. I'll also go on record and say that <clears throat> I think that we lose to the Chiefs. But um, I, I think that if Kirk Cousins, if they come in here firing on all cylinders, that that might be a tougher game than the Chiefs. Well, uh, again, Rick, I, I have to agree with you, buddy. Damn. <laughs> but listen, the Vikings, I mean, everything, Rick, you just said, I, I'm not even going to belabor it. I think the Bucks win this one. I really do. Coming off that loss to the Chiefs, I really think they're going to win it. I think the defense is going to be uh, berated, and I think they're going to rise to the occasion and maybe stop Dalvin, Kirk Cousins, Diggs, and the rest of them. This this is a coin flip here, but I got the Bucks winning this one in a coin flip. So that's my thoughts, Ali. Yeah, that, n- nice choice. Um, again, going back to the defense, I think we will do a good job of um, shutting down Dalvin Cook. Uh, we're known, uh, especially this last year, with having Sue and um, Vita inside. And just another other um, – excuse me. Yeah, having those guys inside, we've done spectacular against the run. So I don't see that being a huge thing. The, what I'm worried about is will our, um, will our safeties and our corners, the secondary – Will they be up to par then? I know you're um, ragging on that um, the guys playing against Kansas City, but uh, we're going to see if they can actually step up. You know, if they have tough games against that um, Kansas City uh, offense, can they come back and um, be a uh, force going that way? Like I said, I agree with you with, uh, as far as being the statement uh, for the um, offense. They'll be coming back off of um, possibly a loss. So, like I said, I didn't say either way what it was going to be, but. I still do feel either way that the, the, that we can st- stand up against them during with the defense, but just our secondary is uh, going to be my main yep. thing going into the end of the year. All right, so so you guys all broke that down. I see the Vikings different, I think, than you guys. I see Kirk Cousins. He's a he's a quarterback that's streaky. It depends on where he's at in the season. I also see somebody that lost one of their main receivers. Diggs is gone, so now you're relying mm-hmm. you're relying on one receiver. You're relying on a running back that – did he get through the season last year without missing a game? I thought he missed a game last year. Um, I might be mistaken. Um, but you re- really, what did they replace Diggs with? Um, where Where is their defensive backfield? Didn't they lose one of their biggest stars? They released him and he went somewhere else. I don't – I see holes on this team. And when you pay a quarterback like they paid their quarterback, now it's hard to put pieces around them. And that's that. That's where they're running into uh, problems. Even offensive line, they tried to trade for Trent Williams, and Trent Williams said, "I'm not interested," and he got out of that trade. So, what does that tell you? What they feel their problem is? It's offensive line. It's their depth around the team. 
they're having trouble in Minnesota. And I think, I think we win this game and I'm, I'm kind of different than all you guys. I think, uh, you know, we beat Minnesota off the bye week. We have a whole week to plan for them and they have to play. So I'm I, I think our boys come out of the, and, and that's why I give the, bye the bucks week. the coin flip because of the bye week. I'm, I may say that. Yeah, I mean it's good point. Good point. Yeah. All right, so you know we we then go on the week before Christmas, we are going to Atlanta to play in Atlanta, which is always a tough place to play for the Buccaneers. What do you guys think? That's a win. It's just short and simple. We got three. <laughs> we 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 got three games left, trying to make a playoff spot, and, and mind you, I say trying to get to the playoffs. The Bucs are going to be staring three games and three wins, and I'm giving them all three wins because we played the Falcons twice in three weeks, and I think we're going to beat them in Atlanta, and we're going to beat them in uh, Raymond James with the Lions in between. So, that's mine. Y'all go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll say Julio Jones. I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's... Uh, absolutely hands down one of the most talented receivers I've ever seen. And if he's in the building and Matt Ryan's in the building, that's the mo- one of the most dangerous combos that, that are going to be in the NFL. So I- I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, Ali, my big question, is Todd Gurley an upgrade for them over Freeman? The only uh, again, the only thing is time will tell. Uh, it's, it's looking like Todd Girl is going down and down. I I don't see it being an upgrade. I mean, um, Freeman had had um, some slight injuries, but it's nothing compared to what Girl has been through. Girl has been injured since he's been in college, and I already tell about guys. I'm not high on guys that are injured out of college because it's just not a good. Um, it's something not good to go by. So my main thing is I don't think it's a huge upgrade. He may do a little bit at the beginning of the season, but like you said, it's the it'll be the end of the season. So no one knows where his health will truly be. And um, but besides him, they really don't have anything else behind that running back. And again, I think that um, this comes back to the secondary. I think the secondary should be rearing up by then. We should be uh, somewhat better and be able to take care of Julio. They they don't have truly dominated games against one guy that in the past year, i say. You know, Julio going to always get what he's going to get. And, and that's pretty much uh, some of the great receivers we said in the league, just like we said, um, 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 Michael Thomas. Similar thing, but we just had too much firepower, too much to go. I don't want to talk too much, but win. I see a win. Rob? All right. So, yeah, I, I'm going to say something a little different than all of you guys. I think we come off of that little win streak that I'm predicting and this is a game where it's a it's a division rivalry game. Atlanta might be playing for their coach's you know coach's job again. And you guys are not giving credit for what's around Atlanta with receivers. Ridley. I mean, they got Ridley. They've got uh, yeah, they they've got another receiver they just drafted that's Treadwell. supposed to be really good. So they they put yeah, I mean they they really put a nice offense around them. The question mark is Gurley. I say the Bucks are playing a close game and at the end they lose it and they stumble, they stumble on, on this game. And uh, it's, it's one of those games where I think it sets them up for something later on. I'm going to leave it at that, but um, uh. I, I, let, let's go on to the next game, 
which would be the uh, Detroit Lions in Detroit right after Christmas. You're going up against Matthew Stafford. It's another, you know, it's another one of those. Uh, you got Matthew Stafford. Now you got DeAndre Swift as their running back. Um, I'm never high on guys that are, you know, rookies to bet that they're actually going to be you know, productive. Uh, but I, I, I like DeAndre Swift for us. <laughs> um, I mean, the, Kenny Galladay. Uh, they've got they've got the pieces that can come after us. Uh, Marvin Jones, uh, Carry On Johnson, running the ball. Um, they've got the pieces. Um, I, I just I, I think that 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 Detroit is a perennial dumpster fire like Cleveland. <laughs> I think by that time in the season, um, we should go in there and really take care of business. Well, I can uh, tell you this: uh, as far as absolutely. dumpster fires like Cleveland, don't say that too loud, Rick, because Cleveland, if you remember last year. <laughs> were picked to win the Super Bowl like the Bucks are this year. They were paper champions. So we've had this discussion before. So I'm not I'm gonna get off of Cleveland. I've already told you we're gonna win this this uh Detroit game. Uh Ali. Again, I think um a, a big thing Rob's missing on um like like you said us winning these last three games, Clevin, I agree with you. And it's going to be because uh, neither one of those teams will have a good oh, offensive man, line. Man. I think our defensive line, even with, with Shaq Barrett and the guys, we're really going to be teeing right. off, I believe, definitely towards the end of the season. And it's just be too much pressure for them to stop. Atlanta doesn't have any uh, – I don't want to say they don't have anyone on, on the offensive line. But the offensive line has been terrible the, the past couple of years. So I don't see that getting any – I don't see that getting any better when our defensive line is getting better. So, you know, it's – with that combination, I just don't see any of those last three games being a loss. Defensive line strong. Um, I, I think we go to Detroit and we come home happy as hell because our defense lights them up as far as we're going to score a touchdown with uh, a turnover or maybe we score two. Um, what we did to them last year, you know, obviously Stafford wasn't playing, but – I still think defensively we're going to light it up. And we, it's, you know, the last game against Atlanta, I really think that that brings the best out of our team going forward. And, you know, they say sometimes a loss comes at a right time. And I think that Atlanta, what I'm choosing as to be that loss, kind of ignites the fire from Brady to everybody. And the coach is like, hey, this is the serious run. And everybody steps it up. And I think we beat it. We beat Detroit and we beat them handily. Um, and then we come home for the to, to close out the regular season, and we play the Atlanta Falcons. Ali, like I said, we hopefully we're playing for playoff position. Like I said, I I got a, a little different field and club on the um, first eight games, but it's not that big of a difference. But at the same time. There, there's nothing Atlanta's got going on. There, there's nothing special here. Again, dominating by the defensive line, getting ready for playoff position is the main thing, you know, and, and making sure we're crisp going into the playoffs. Like you guys said, coming off that bye, uh, it's a good thing having Tom Brady. Uh, he's gotten us a lot of these primetime games. I can't remember if we ever had a bye this late in the season. So uh, a lot of good perks from having Mr. Brady. But like I said, we should be getting ourselves fine-tuned by then. I don't want you never say easy or anything like that, but 
show some dominance, hopefully, going into a playoff spot. That's what I'd like to see. We got to show some dominance against teams, not just I totally agree with them out, barely winning games. Um, on this game, I've already said we're going to win it. I think at, at this time last game, I think we're either trying to get a, a playoff spot or we're trying to secure a home field or one of the home, home playoff spots. I think the Bucks are struggling. They, I think they make the playoffs, but I think they're trying to – this game's – Atlanta could be the uh, spoiler for us. They could play damper, but I don't think the Bucks will let that happen uh, because we, we haven't tasted the Kool-Aid in a while, and, they'll, and they're thirsty by this time. I think that um, we're going to get to this <laughs> point in the, in the season. Uh, last home game – I think the place Ray J is was sold out, rocking, absolutely rocking. And you know, if you've ever played sports, man, when people start cheering for you, I mean, it, it, that's why it's so weird to say that that they can do the NFL without fans. Because as a player, you know, you you thr- you thrive, you you drive mm-hmm. off of that energy. I think that that the Bucks, that the defense, that that's just going to be one hell of a rowdy game. But, you know, I, I think I think you've got the you know the twelfth man sits in the stands. I think it's going to be a great game, but I think we win it. Rob, yeah, I I, I think we win it to the point of uh, we're we're celebrating in the third quarter this year. I mean, last year we should have been celebrating after half or before halftime if we would have uh, completed some, I would say, uh, touchdown passes that were overthrown or missed kicks, missed field goals, and defensively, you know, we, we should have been celebrating last year. I'll just say we didn't score as many points as we should have in the first half against Atlanta. Um, being that we lost how I predicted we lost in Atlanta, I think it puts a chip on our shoulder. We come out and destroy them. Um, I'm going to start off, you know, with everybody we're talking about records. I'm going to say that my pick of record is 11-5. and five. And – I don't think we're going to struggle as badly as I know some of you guys think in the first half. But, again, I've only said they were going to lose one game in the second half of the season. So you do the adding of, uh, you know, what I think. That pretty much I picked them at four and four in the first eight games. So what, what, well, what do you Well, I'm sitting at ten and four, or I'm sorry, ten and six, um, with a possible eleven and five. And my toss-up game would either be the, the Bears or the Packers. Uh, if we we have a better chance in that time frame of the season to win one of those two games, um, um, but I'm if you if you put my nail to it, I say we lose them both and we go uh, ten and six. Well, um, I I really people don't want to hear it, but my opinion is that the Bucks are gonna only win two possibly three games and the only toss-up game in the first half first eight games would be the chargers when they come into town and i think that's a toss-up believe it or not uh so that gives the bucks either two and six in the first half or three and five then i think by the mid-season by the eighth game the bucks get it together they go on that that three-game winning streak and they only lose one game to Kansas City, and then they they went out, freaking four games, which puts them at nine and seven. Or if they win a toss up game, maybe lose one of the ones that I 
said and 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 pick up another one that I didn't think they uh, would win. Maybe they beat Kansas City, but they lose to the Vikings. Uh, they're still sitting at nine and seven, ten and six at that point, and trying to make the playoffs. But one thing about it is, remember what I said: For the last four games, the Bucks are on a winning streak. Winning breeds winning. And if you go, if you roll into the playoffs on a four-game winning streak, no one wants to meet that team. No one. And then you got your Tom Brady as well on top of it, someone with experience in the playoffs. I'll say, I like I like our chances there. I hope it, it comes to fruition. But I know people don't agree with me in the first half, but that's okay. Ali? Well, the biggest thing, we're going to be racing um, New Orleans to the finish line. That's what I think. It's going to come down to us in New Orleans. And pretty much to go, kind of go with Rob and Rick, it, it could be 10 and 6 or 11 and 5. Um, like you said, I, it's it's going to be those early games. Like um, Clevin said, that we could get off to a bad start. That's definitely possible. But when do we get in gear? That's going to be the main thing. And if it's taking too many games to get there, then you're going to be chasing – for a wild card, like like Clev said, with a nine and seven, but I I pretty much see a ten and six, eleven and five. I, I don't see any any reason why they really shouldn't, because this team is going to be a lot about. There are going to be injuries. There's going to be injuries for every team, but it's about progression. And like I said, I think the biggest thing about us, even the um the second half of the season, I, I got us going six and two. So I'm I'm looking at it going at about five and three. The first part of the season, because like I said, I just think we're going to be able to pick stuff up a little bit quicker. Our system's known by a lot of the guys. The quarterback is learning the system, yes, but I mean, come on. He can learn pretty much anything when it got to do with the quarterback. So that shouldn't be the big problem of getting clicking too soon. So I like I like the uh, 11 and 5. It just depends on how quick we click. And Ali, That's what I, I think. I That's the main thing that I see. However, and you talk about uh, game here, game here, there, and we're all positive outlook we all want the bucks to do well we all want them to get in the playoffs <laughs> i can't tell you how how bad i want it but i'm a I, i'm yeah yeah hey, hey clev clev uh, how, how about how about this scenario how about this as a question how many kicks is matt gay gonna how so many games was, is matt gay gonna uh, cost us this that's year exactly where i was yeah because I agree with and, you with the 9-7, and, and, seven, and, and it I, could be that. It could be that reason. I was just going there with you on this. Since you brought up last year, we're going to say last year we should have been 9-7, and seven, right? Would we win seven games? Actually, we should have been 10-6 and six last right. year if it wasn't mm-hmm. for Matt Gay. It, it wasn't all on Jameis and those interceptions. But Matt Gay, every one of you know that Matt Gay cost us three games. Three games, period, hands down. So we make those kicks. We're ten and six last year, and possibly buying for the playoffs. So I'm thinking the same thing's gonna happen here, except this time he may make them. Well, there we go. You know, we we go over this. So I would like to say I want to save this for the next show. Is talk a little bit about you know, the playoffs, the Super Bowl, all that stuff that we foresee, you know, we'll go through who we think just right now, who we all think would go into the playoffs. Agreed. We'll do that the next show. 
Um, I wanted to bring us, I want to bring us into another thing about, we've had a couple of people give us feedback on the show and how they like the show, how they're sharing the show with others. I want to bring out, I got this text from Jorge Santos and it basically says, I'm so ready. Let's go. I was listening to you boys on the podcast. If we, the fans are able to go inside the stadium, I already got my hotel booked for Denver. Um, hope we could all tailgate and invade Mile High Stadium together. That came to us last week, again, from Mr. Santos. Um, that is our plan, 100%, and we will give you more information. As soon as Grish gives it to us, we'll give you the hookup, where everybody's going to meet up, and uh, we're going to have a big old party. But again, if, if you're listening to this podcast, please share it on whatever site um, you're on, if you, or your homepage for Facebook or Twitter, anybody that you can, and get people to subscribe. The more that we get out there, the more we could do. We have some sponsors wanting to, to get with us, but we have to show them that we have some listenership. So please share either on Facebook, Twitter, anywhere you're doing social media, share it. And please, 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 please um, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on. Um, every week we go the last word going around the table. So, uh, again, uh, you know, what would you like to say? Um, uh, no, I'm Rick? excited for the season. I think that we're hearing everything that uh, is coming out of the box. I mean, everything's positive. Um, you know, it, it, I don't want to label uh, the old hope thing from, uh, from our boy AP here. Uh, but, yeah, I've got a ton of hope. And, uh, you know, instead of everything that's going around in the world, sometimes it's nice to just sit back, you know, Concentrate on the Bucks. how we're going to do. Uh, take your mind off of everything, and uh, everybody be safe. Next, Clev. Uh Echo exactly Clever. what Rick said again. <laughs> Amen. Um, for me, I'm looking forward to the traveling out to see Mookie uh, with the Buckaholics down there in Vegas, the Vegas Buckaholics, and having that party with all of them. And then I'm also looking forward to seeing Matt Grisham in Denver. Those are my two biggies that I'm really, really excited to see my boys out in those two cities. Um, and that's it. Go Bucks. Ali? Fellas, fellas, thanks again for having me on. Thanks for everybody who listens. And please share, like the guy said, please share. And we appreciate everybody that's listening. Just appreciate you guys always having me on. Uh, I love it. Whenever we need to do it, let's crack it up again. Go Bucks. Yeah, I, I want to say go Bucks to everybody. Again, we're, we're talking Bucks 24-7 on the show. Um, I also would like to say um, my final thoughts. I'm going to leave you with this. There is no crew without you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Crew Life Podcast. Hey, crew, don't forget to get on Facebook and watch the Coach Bell Show. That's Buck Talk with Coach Bell. Again, that airs every Sunday at 7 p.m. only on Crew Life. If you're not a member... Become a member today and watch the Coach Bell Show exclusively on the Crew Life page. At Apex Gift Card, we strive to save you money every week. 
Do you go to Outback, Hooters, Cracker Barrel, Bob Evans, Starbucks, or Dunkin' Donuts? We save you 20 to 60% on your meals. With over 40 brands to choose from, you will save money with ApexGiftCard.com. All right, Crew Life, we're back with a new segment we're starting up this week. It's called A Spotlight in Crewville. And this week we brought back, uh, he's been on, you know, as a call-in. We wanted him in for a segment this week. And it is the famous Brian Easy B for Wisconsin. What's going on, brother? What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, B? Well, you know, just uh, just enjoying the the warm uh, weather finally here in Wisconsin. What's the temperature like? Forty? Uh it's seventy. Yeah, forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty. And got shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's finally seventy in the seventies. Yeah, it's good. a little bit humid today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, when when I lived in Ohio, man, when it when it got the sun peaked out, didn't matter what the temperature was, we were out in shorts because we thought that meant the summer was here. Oh yeah, you know, and and so that that was the excitement of living in Ohio. I know Wisconsin, it's even cooler. Yeah, that's um, forty degree temperatures. It's shorts, shorts here. <laughs> wow. So, so, so what I would like to start off with is a lot of people may know and some may not. Um, Easy B is the creator of our t-shirts you see in the store, our Teespring store. Um, he's also um, the creator. And when I say creator, we, you know, he's designed it and we went back and forth and we're going to get into how we did this. But uh, Brian, Brian he got this patch idea that you guys see and it's going crazy right now. Brian, I don't know if you even know how hot it is. It's, it's the <laughs> hottest right now it's on fire as 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 big nasty said it's straight fire um but (laughs) it's a hot patch uh, um tell tell us where you got the idea what brought it together and how you had to fight with us a little bit to get what you thought was the proper thing that we needed to put out well you know just trying to uh trying to incorporate what we you know I know what we we started from from the from the beginning on it where we were trying to incorporate more things than we probably should have on one patch and then we kind of just set it down to this is going to be more towards uh football then it kind of made it a little bit easier but then uh you know it's trying to base around the uh the city trying to figure out what we can do to incorporate the city the pirate theme and everything and you know it, and you know our basic basic logo and our thing that we have on all our shirts is this is the skull and then you know we have our our font that we use our crew life font and uh you know just to incorporate all that and then i I was like well let's do the let's do the palm trees i mean what's what says florida more than palm trees and you know that that seemed to lead to a lot of uh you know, <laughs> debate. It was debate. <laughs> Call it what it is, Brian. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, there. You know, that's not that's not you know the team colors. There's green on there and stuff. And I'm like, this is gonna pop. <laughs> this is gonna pop. Trust me. <laughs> and you know, it, it's so hard to see that on a uh, you know on an image like that until you actually have it on the on the jerseys. And you know, it was back and forth battle, but I'm glad we went with it and. You guys, yeah, you know, kind of. Can I can I add something, Robin Brian? Yes, to, to what he said. 
Uh, okay, so Brian, that you're you're absolutely right. That was so funny, and I can tell you, I was one of the main ones that was against the palm tree. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, oh man, these these green palm trees—they look like marijuana, <laughs> you know, sticking out of the thing. But like you said, it was on the image, and and the image didn't do the actual patch any justice. Right. So what I did, Brian, you know, and you didn't know this behind the scenes. What I did, I created a straw poll. I gathered seven football fans, and shout out to those those people. You guys know who you are. Uh, seven football fans who wear patches on their jerseys. And I picked the number seven for a reason. And I asked them to tell me, and I showed them your created patch without the palm trees. Remember you did that? Yep, one? yep. And then I showed them one with the palm trees. And I asked them to pick which one would look good on a jersey. Why did they pick that one? And would they wear it? And your palm trees won out uh, four to three. And then I I had some randoms like uh, Rob's wife, my wife, just uh, while the thing was, you know, under... Uh, trying to figure out which way to go. So basically, I end up with 11 people, and then it barely went out again <laughs> with those 11, including the seven. So <laughs> I said, screw it. The poll speaks for itself. We're going to go with the palm trees. And I'm so happy you fought for it and won it, and it's hot. It really is hot. Yeah. People love it, and I actually love it now. So. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember ta- talking to you about it when you were like, "Well, maybe some swords, or maybe do this, or maybe do that." And I was just like, "Ah, the palm trees." And I could just tell in your voice you didn't want palm trees. <laughs> and I was like, "I just got <laughs> this guy." <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the, the cool thing about you know when you, when you're creating stuff, you know, we we kind of you throw it to us, and we kind of throw it back and. <laughs> If you really feel adamant about something, you kind of push forward with it. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's the, the cool part is how Clevin went and asked people. My wife, I tell you, when I showed her, because you made one without, one with, and she's like, why would you want it without? That's so nice with the trees. And Clevin's on the phone. Did she say what she said? <laughs> and I was like, she liked the trees. <laughs> and, and then, of course, Tyler, you know, the deputy comes by and he looks at it and he goes, oh, the one with the trees. Yeah. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know. So, and, and I even showed my boss at work. And I'm like, what do you think? He doesn't, you know, and he's like, oh, man, that, that, that pops, you know, that, that's nice. And I call Clevin. I'm like, another one for the trees. <laughs> so, you know, when we sit there and look at it, you know, I, I think it's the, the pretty cool thing is, you know, you stuck by your guns, you know, and Clevin did, you know, his poll and he stuck by with what came out. And now that it came out, and I think the, the really the thing that sold it for a lot of people was when you actually put the jerseys out there with the uh, Brady jersey yeah. and you stuck right. the patch on there for people to see. It. Yeah. Right. You know, I think it looked beautiful. And and somebody described it as like, you know. It's like going to one of those fancy bowl games as a college team, and you get those fancy patches. Yep. And, and I was like, I don't know, is bowl thing good? And they're like, that's great. That means you're a great team if you got a bowl. I'm like, well, there you go. You know, it stands out. Yep. And I think that's where you kind of went on this one. And 
like I said, Big Nasty, when I handed it to him the other day, he said it was straight fire. Yeah. And uh, he was excited when I when I gave it to him. Yeah. Clevin, um, you, you've seen all the emails. I, I just it's just crazy. Yeah. And it, I think I, and I want to I want to bring one <laughs> thing up real quick, Club, before I let and you, I, you know, it's kind of funny. You said it looked like marijuana leaves. And I think one of our friends got confused and think it was and ordered uh, 10, ten ounces. I mean, 10. ten. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, and when, when he got it on the couch, yeah. um, he found out it wasn't Kush. It was kind of like, uh, whatever, you know, but, you know, they're palm about. trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, what we wanted to do today is also, you know, figure out how'd you get the name Easy B? Uh, where did that come from? That's just, I don't know. People called me that in high school. It's just a, a name that, that I got, I guess, you know, I played cause you, you play on, like, back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I played football and stuff. And it's just, you know, some people would call me be easy, easy B just, yeah, I don't know. That's just how I got it back, back in high school. So it wasn't a play off the rapper. Either. I mean, I think that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it is. You know, but that's just what they call me, and then I just haven't been called that for years. And I was like, well, I'm gonna, I need a name. And I, you right. know, there's right. so many that you don't even know how many people have, you know, names with Buck in it. So like, you don't know what's taken. So took this. Exactly. It's not taken. So. I was gonna go. With, I was gonna cool, go with the, uh, the mayor, but that's taken. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that's cool, man. I, I when I met you in Detroit, you you are easy B. I mean, I I viewed viewed you as laid back, easy. So I can see it. I can see it, and I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. So you know, so you're in Wisconsin. Yep where it's hacker country yep. to, to be, you know, it, it's green and, and it was green and gold, right? Yep. Green, green and gold, and gold right. all, all over here. Mm. Okay. So what made you fall in love with uh, pewter and red? Well, you know, when I was a, when I was a kid, I, I never had, never had a football team that I liked, you know, I was actually more into actually in the baseball and stuff back then. And, uh, it was just always against the Packers. You know, it was because my dad, my everybody in my family was a Packer fan and everything. So whoever they played, it was just I didn't like the Packers. It was root for whoever the Packers were playing. And, you know, I just – I didn't have a team. It was more – back then it was players, you know. I liked, like, Bo Jackson and just just a list list right. of players. And, I, you know, collecting baseball cards back in the day, it was just – I knew more players and I – and cared about the players more than I cared about the teams, you know, back, mm-hmm. back, when, back when I was younger, I mean, I hate, I hate to say this, but like I had a, I had a Carolina Panthers starter jacket just because that was an expansion team, new team, new colors and everything. So I got that starter jacket. I had a Colorado Rockies starter jacket just because it was a new team. Uh, you know, I didn't have a team. So like one day, I, I'm walking in the mall and there's a sports store and uh, all of a sudden I see this shirt and it says, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it had that new pirate flag logo. And I was like, what is this? You know, this is, this is a cool, this is a cool logo, you know? And uh, left, didn't get the shirt, 
And then like, I was home like the net for like next week. And my mom's like, oh, I'm going to the mall. I'm like, Hey, can you do me a favor? And there's a shirt in the front window of this store. Can you buy that for me? And she brought it home. And that was my first Buccaneer shirt. And I, I don't know if she wouldn't have brought the shirt. I don't know if I'd ever be a fan because that was the year, you know, they went like, like seven and zero or whatever that year. And I don't know if I would have ever been a fan if I didn't have that first shirt. It just, you know, grew on me from that point. It's like I got this shirt, shirt yeah, now, and now I was like, well, I better watch this team. And then I'm seeing Sap, and I'm seeing Brooks, and I'm seeing, you know, all these guys. I'm like, man, this is a good team. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can tell you when I lived in Ohio, you know, um, everybody was Browns and Bengals fans. And we used to play Tech Mobile. Yep which is the biggest football game there was. Everybody right, take the that. Raider, everybody take the Raiders, you know, if you can get the thing to work, you know, you had to blow on the little thing, <laughs> hopefully the the mm-hmm. the, the cartlet cartridge would actually yeah. work or not freeze up yeah. on you. But you know, I would pick the Buccaneers. And people were like, "Why would you want Vinny Testaverde or whoever the quarterback yeah. was at that time?" And, and uh, you know, it became a thing for me to where I was, you know, when I I lived here in 86 <laughs> You know, I moved here and my neighbor would take me to games and throw me in the back of the Corvette. You may have heard the story and we would go to the games and then I moved back to Ohio. I said, well, I'm a Bucks fan, but I was like you, you know what gear I wore in high school? It was the coolest gear anybody could have. You wore two teams. There was two teams you would, you would uh, rep. It was the LA Raiders. Oh, okay. No, it was the Raiders and, um, the LA Kings, mm-hmm. you know, and we were basically everybody was emulating NWA. <laughs> it was, yep. it was, you know, easy, right, and all those guys, you know, right. so, you know, um, that was our time. But at that point I didn't really, I wasn't a diehard <coughs> until I moved back. And when I came back to, you know, to Florida, I ended up uh, the year that I got married, my wife went and bought me season tickets and I've had season tickets since 1995. And, uh, you know, that's how I became a fan. Clubbing, wh- how did you become a I never asked you this. How did you become a fan? I'm born and raised here in Tampa Bay. And that's all I knew. My dad was a huge Bucks fan and used to take me uh, to the game in the old sombrero. Um, <laughs> I, that's, I just grew up on the Bucks. So. Yeah. I've been a buck season ticket holder for 21 years now, so I'm 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 bleed pewter and red. Yeah, it's just it's just tougher when you when you're not when you're not from Tampa, and you never live there. It sometimes it takes a while to to find that to find that team, you know. And everybody always asks, well, you know, I've been a how did you know you just started liking the team in 1998 or whatever? What took long? Right. Well, I uh, yeah. It's not on TV. Back then, it wasn't on TV here. The team's not on TV in 1998 here. You know, it's just Packers. There was no internet. There's no, you know, streaming and everything. So you couldn't watch unless they were playing the Packers. That's the only way I saw them play here for many years. So even even becoming a fan of them, there's still, you know, I didn't have Sunday ticket and all that stuff to watch them. It was look at the newspaper, see how my team's doing. 
Oh, then that sucked <laughs> having to read the, the paper on yeah. Monday to see did they win? Did they oh, lose? internet. And, you, you know. and back then it was like, well, who, you know, knowing all the players and everything, you, you're looking at the newspaper to know who's on your team. It's it's hard to it's hard to be a fan back then. I don't of another team. Yeah, it, it was kind of like in Ohio, everybody was Braves fans and Cubs because we all saw their <laughs> games every day on TV. So it's like, man, you, did you ever go there? Never been there, but it's on TBS and it's on WGN. Yeah. So that was, right. that was our teams. So the most important thing I, I can tell you just being a diehard fan and doing a lot of stuff outside of just going to the football games, with like the camaraderie of the fans and, and getting to, to do a lot of the stuff we get to do, how does your wife deal with it? Um, it well, it drives her. It drives her nuts. You know, like just <laughs> it really does. I mean, like I, I get her, got her to go. I've gotten her to go to a couple, couple games. Um, she thought she would never go again because I'm. We went to one in Green Bay uh, years ago, and I might have had too much to drink. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> she had to be the supervisor. She's like, I'm never, never going to a game with you again. Well. You know, she ended up going to some more with me and she, she enjoys it, but it's, it's, it's really, you know, I think she more so goes to him for me than, than anything. But, you know, when I, you know, I keep getting packages on my doorstep and she's like, Oh, you got some more. She just knows it's buck stuff. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so like throw the package to me. You got more buck stuff. I'm like, how do you know? Maybe I got a shirt for you or something. She's like, no, it's buck stuff. <laughs> So he just knows, you know, it drives her nuts, you know, with uh, collecting helmets and, you know, and then I'm constantly, drives her nuts. I'm constantly working on my man cave, you know, so, you know, I turn. Well, I, I, I know that our wives, all of our wives have to put up with a lot of stuff, you know, and, you know, our passion, it could be our passion for the game. It could be the camaraderie. Like, you know, sometimes I'll talk to Clevin or you. I'll be on the phone for an hour plus, and she's like, "You talk to them more than you talk to me," you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, and to, to, so everybody knows, you know, Clevin and I. Of course, everybody's seen videos. We live close together, obviously. I've never met <coughs> Brian yet, but we've talked hours upon hours on yeah. the phone and came together because of our fandom, yep. right? And I and I think that's what you know brings everybody together, and you know. It's it's a pretty cool thing, and, and it's not just you, Brian. I've talked to other people, um, you know, Roger Hornbuckle. Yep. I've I've never I've never met him in person, but I've talked to him on the phone. He sent me he sent me things, and and vice versa. It, it it's the fandom. And Clevin, you got more stories about that than I probably do. But all the people you've met through, not just in the United States, but outside of the United outside. States, traveling all over the damn yeah, place. But that's part of it. That's what I love. I mean, I, I'm going to be all over and we're going to meet up with everybody again. And we hope people come down here. They can get down here somehow. And we we, we take care of them. Yeah, yeah you know, we, we've got um, some big plans for this season, God willing, for everything to be right for, mm-hmm. for the tailgate parties. And for those uh, that don't know, we'll be at What the Buck parties. And um, – we're honored to be there with those guys. They're, they're our buck brothers and sisters. And we, we, that's, that's our house, our home. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, 
And this I year, haven't been to. A, I was gonna say this year. I haven't been to a what the buck tailgate yet, so I need to get to one. Oh, well, you're gonna yeah. love it, man. We we're gonna make sure you get down here. We're gonna make sure you get to a what the buck. Oh, the first there is well, the best tailgate party <laughs> in town. The first time I was there, the first time I was there is when I found out about it. It was already too late, and then last year when I went, it was preseason, so. Ah, uh, no, yeah, they don't really do them in preseason. So, well, you know, I kind of heard from a little birdie that you're going to be flying in to go see a game versus the Packers. Yep, yep. So everybody everybody that, that goes to what the buck, Brian's going to be there. So make sure when you, you see him, you come up and introduce yourselves. Um, welcome him to the tailgate because uh, wait, wait till you see this family atmosphere that, you know, I'll tell you what, Clevin, you know, we get up some mornings – you know, get there early and we're dragging butt, but you don't drag butt too long when you see everybody. <laughs> right. That's right. You're going to so, love it. You're going to love it. And um, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So hey, Rob, is that Packer game a four o'clock or a one o'clock? That's a four o'clock game. Four fifteen or something. A four o'clock. Oh, oh it's going to be a party. <laughs> it's all I got to say. It's going to be. Yeah, a I heard that. Because everybody so, hates the damn one o'clock yeah. games, but those four o'clock. It's yeah, a so, 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 Brian, so, so, Brian, you know, I'm going to let you know this little secret. Since it's a four o'clock game, <laughs> you're going to have to play the role of your wife and keep an eye on. Clever. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's in trouble. He's in trouble. Um, so, you know, it, going, going back to your, your passion, you know, is, you know, obviously the shirts and the designs. The one shirt you put out recently that I thought was really cool um, was, you know, you did one was kind of, it was simple, but it was a cool take was the CWO, you know, and and you did it in all different colors. I love that one, but you also did some other ones. You want to tell us about some of the shirts you got on the Teespring? Yeah, I got, uh, you know, the, the, the CWO, obviously that's the, the spin on the, uh, the NWO, the old uh, wrestling shirts. But, uh, and then I got, um, what well, I got the, um, live like our, what is it? Party like the, uh, the crew shirt. And, um, you know, that one is, uh, that one's probably my favorite one that I've done, you know, with the ship and the, the cooler full of beer on the back. And, um, then I got the, uh, pewter and red till I'm dead shirt, which is the, the zombies I the like zombies that. crawling out, you know, with the jer- you know, with the jerseys on and stuff. Um, you know, I'm I'm in the process. I mean, I kind of released the uh, the image today on the uh, for Memorial Day of the uh, the salute to service shirt. Um, Love that one. So I got that. You know, that's in the works here. I didn't know if I was going to release it release it today or if I was going to save it for you know in the season when they have the salute to service more close to that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, you know, I just, sometimes I just sit here and I, you know, I just think of ideas, you know, and that's what I do when I, at night, my wife, my wife goes to bed and computer goes on and I just mess with stuff for hours. <laughs> sometimes I lose track of what time it is and it's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the one thing I thought was pretty cool when you started making these shirts, you had somebody out re- you know, reach out to you and they said that they were dealing with cancer and they wanted a shirt that kind of went that route of like 
you know, battling cancer and, and their fight, you know, and, um, and you made it in a heartbeat, yeah. you know, you had it up within hours. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I just recently reached out to you. I think I called you one morning and said, look, this guy from France, he wants to start <laughs> crew life France. Can you get me some graphics, get me something up. And you had it within an yeah. hour, you know, and, and I, you know, I think that's so cool that a, that you take the time and do it. Um, and B, this stuff is just magnificent, you know, so it, it comes out great. And I tell you what, Crew Life France, I think, was shocked that, yeah. you know, it, it, everything came out. And, you know, you know, he's over there in France as a diehard. You think it's hard to be in Wisconsin. Yeah. He's in France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he's he's got that rolling really well. So I, I want to thank you for getting him all set up. That, that stuff. Was yeah, awesome. he, he seems like he's. Uh... He's liking it and, you know, he's, he's constantly sharing the stuff and, you know, even, you know, I, I didn't know he was, sh- you know, he was sharing like our salute to service thing today and stuff over there. And I don't even, they don't celebrate, you know, over there, but we're celebrating here, but he's, he's sharing it over there. So he's part of the crew. So it, that's all crew life. So. Hey, that, that's what that's what we're about is bringing people together. And, you know, when he reached out to me, I think it was your patch. He really fell in love with that patch. <laughs> he did. And uh, and uh, I've seen him, know, too, by the way. Yeah, you, you sent him two. he's got two of them. And uh, he's he's trying to get uh, ones made with the logo from France. And once those become available, we'll let everybody know. And I think everybody should reach out and grab one of those because it's it's kind of yeah. unique. You might see patches for other, you know, other teams, other areas, you know, but this, this is kind of a unique thing because it's a different country. Kind of like, Clevin, you told me about the London patch, you know, yeah, you trying to get your the, hands the on. The UK, yeah, they, they safeguarded oh, yeah. that and you couldn't get a hold of them. Yeah, I've asked. Were you over there? No, I've asked, I've asked for one of those. I was like, can I get one of those? And they're like, no, that's, you have to be from over here. I'm like, okay. Listen, we were <laughs> over there. And I talked to the people who made them, had them, the whole nine yards. They were not getting those up. <laughs> I, we even offered to buy them. <laughs> Listen, I'll pay, I'll pay you for them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just want one. Yeah. And they weren't giving them up. I just thought yeah, it was so, cool, though. So now we got you on the podcast. You know, th- this is the question that we had, and we've raised it a couple different times. You know, we, we've had um, – you know, Grish on, and we said, you know, all the love, and Coach Bell, we talked to him, we said, you know, both of you guys got t-shirts available with your show on it. Where's the Crew Life t-shirt for the podcast? We still haven't seen it yet, Clevin, have we? Maybe maybe it's just going to be that, you know, maybe it's going to be that good, you know, it just takes a lot of work, you know? (laughs) We get it. No, I'm I'm, I'm just busting your balls. but no, you know, just, just, uh, how things go with t-shirts and stuff, your ideas. I love them. And, uh, we really appreciate everything you're doing. And, uh, if, if you guys want to see something, if you, have you ever seen the TV show where they say love it or list it, you know, where they take a house, they remodel mm-hmm. it and they either, they love it or they list it, they sell it. Well, it's not exactly like that. Um, but if you want to see our website, we, we have a website. It's crewforlife.com. And it's C-R-U-E, the number four, life.com. Um, see how 
I hate to say it, I'm going to throw him under the bus. The chairman set it up, and we're about to hand the keys over to Brian to, to make it to where it's going to look like the patch. It's going to pop, and it's going to be unique. Um, so if you want to see his work, see how great it is, look mm-hmm. at it now and compare it to when he, he tells us it's done. So, you know, I think that's going to be uh, a crazy uh, looking site that's going to be really, really good. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm up for the challenge, like doing it. And, you know, it's <laughs> something I like to you know do for fun. But, but we're not selling it. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're definitely going to love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Clevin's, at, Clevin, Clevin's actually done that show for his house. Oh, I know. It. Oh, I know this is going to be one heck of a lot of palm trees on it. <laughs> and a beach. I love your beach. Put the beach on there too. So you know, I, I guess we'll 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 wrap this up. Um, but you know, at the end of this, is there a way people can follow you on social media, um, like Twitter, Facebook, other than just be on Crew Life? Do you have uh, just on ways? just on Facebook. You know, just look me up. Uh, Brian Easy B Bushke, just check me out and message me. You know, shoot me, shoot me a PM or something. And you know, I'm always uh, always willing to help help out with graphic stuff if it's you know. Are you still there? Easy. Hello. We lost Hello. Easy. No, he's still connected. Hey. There oh, he is. Yeah, back. just. Just uh, you know, you I do uh yeah. stuff, and if anybody has uh something they need help with or anything, you know, if I I'll give somebody a hand, you know. It's what I like to do. As long as uh, people have you know are patient, wow. uh, willing to help out with anything. Well. That, that's what uh, you know. For everybody that he reached out to us to help us when we first started, and uh, now now he's uh, a vital part of what's going on here at Crew Life. And if you have any shirt ideas and anything like that, you know, like he said, you know, send him an instant message. I mean, he loves ideas. Obviously, he hears a lot of mine. He uses maybe one or two. You know, but... <laughs> But 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 between Clevin and him, you know, my ideas get shot down pretty quick. But at the same time, he does accept them. So uh, other than that, guys, um, you know, I, I think uh, what, what you're doing, we we love having you here. I'm speaking for all of us. Um, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, we're, right, we're proud of what, the work you're doing. Appreciate it. You got so, it, man. And we're. And we're, we're going to have you on again. And uh, once again, everybody, when you come to the What the Buck party for the Packers game, you must come see Brian before it gets to be about 2 o'clock. There's a good chance. I remember you after that. There's a good chance. There's a very good chance. <laughs> Don't ask me to design a shirt either. Right. right. There's no chance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, he, won't, he won't remember, you know, especially if Trish is with us. So... Uh, but, you know, all I got to say is like we usually say at the end of our podcast, you guys are part of my crew for life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I love what you guys do.
Hey crew, this is Rob. Just wanted to let you guys know, as you're out there listening, we have a place for you to meet up with the rest of the crew. That's Facebook. Get on Facebook, look us up on the search engine with Crew Life, C-R-U-E-L-I-F-E. Become a member today. Hoggy's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Tampa Bay. We cater to every occasion. Call 727-688-2087. That's 727-688-2087 for the best service and price on barbecue in Tampa Bay.